0: Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Stuber. This is the new comedy starring Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. The IMDb plot summary reads... A detective recruits his Uber driver into an unexpected night of adventure. The movie hasn't opened yet at the time of this recording, but it currently has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is uh, you know mixed to not great. But in this movie, it basically, you know, it starts off in the opening scene. We see Dave Bautista's character, Vic. He's on the case with his partner, played yep. by Karen Gillan. Or if you're a Marvel fan, you got Drax and Nebula
1: <laughs> on the case.
0: They're in pursuit of a heroin dealer played by uh, Iko Uwe. During this pursuit, Karen Gillian, she gets shot and uh, she dies, right? Yes. I, kinda, I I forget the circumstances leading up to her death or like what caused her death. We were sitting in the front row. Um, we were kind of <laughs> like staring straight up at the ceiling. There's a lot of We, we
1: almost sh- didn't get in.
0: There's a lot of shaky
1: cam. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of shaky cam. Uh, that's what. In I this said. opening what? scene, that's of, one of like, the first things they said to you, "I'm like, can they not use a tripod?" That's one of my biggest pet peeves.
0: It's annoying. Use a
1: freaking tripod, people! I don't understand the concept <laughs> of not using a tripod. Handheld is not cool.
0: I think ever since the Bourne movies kind of made it cool, you see a you know a, a lot more bigger budgeted movies going handheld. This opening Stop. scene, this <laughs> opening scene in particular, is really shaky. And yeah, we were in the front row and this wasn't like, I've been in front rows where you still got plenty of space, you know, like you're not staring straight up into the sky. That wasn't the case here. We were like staring straight up. yeah. So it was uncomfortable. But I just, after this scene, we skip forward six months and Vic, he's, he's getting eye surgery to correct his vision.
1: Well, yeah, because I think his glasses dropped in the initial, the first in thing, the and, that, and that caused him to not be as...
0: He couldn't as, really see during the change. He chairs. couldn't really okay. see,
1: and that's what caused him...
0: Not to cover his partner. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I thought it maybe related back to that. So yeah, he's getting his eyes fixed. And after the surgery, he's pretty much blind. He's temporarily blinded.
1: He went through LASIK. So LASIK, eye surgery, recorrective... Surgery, can, you can't like see anything for, or you have to have like protective eye goggles on for like three days afterwards.
0: He's got the goggles on. He's kind of stumbling around. And then like during, kind of during this period, he gets a tip on a drug deal that's going down with Eco Uwe's dealer. Yeah. And so that kind of motivates him back. One and, of
1: them. Yeah.
0: One of them. Yeah. He's got a tip. So, cause he's still kind of obsessed with catching this guy.
1: Yeah. He got put on desk duty. Because of all the shenanigans that happened,
0: and isn't his boss Mira Sorvino? Yeah, nice to see her. It's Academy nice to see Award her, but winners. like
1: seriously, like plastic surgery, like step off. I didn't even recognize her. I'm like, is th- that Mira? Like what?
0: I thought she was looking good. I, I, I mean, she looked okay. She
1: doesn't look like the same person that was in Rumi and Michelle. That
0: was that was 22 years ago. So
1: exactly, she should have at least looked like she aged a bit. I mean, damn.
0: I, yeah, it's kind of a shame. We haven't seen Mira Sorvino in a long time or uh, n- and, not that and, often. And
1: now we know why.
0: Well, Weinstein.
1: Yeah. We- Weinstein completely Correct. halted her career, but.
0: Correct. She was fun in the 90s.
1: I really loved her in the 90s.
0: Romy and Michelle. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, because he's blind and he's trying to get to this drug deal, he has to commandeer an Uber yep. and that's where we meet Stewart. The yeah. Uber driver, and he's played by Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, and so the rest of this film kind of unfolds like a typical mismatched buddy movie with the two of them traveling all over Los Angeles in pursuit of this heroin dealer. It's true, and that's uh, th- that kind of sums up the gist of this movie. So,
1: I have a question for you: besides like the ending, why is the daughter like relevant
0: in this movie?
1: Was she needed in this movie or was it just to make Dave Batista's character feel more like a dad or more like you, you like him a little bit better because he's a dad? I think
0: that's it to kind of sympathize. Or because to... he
1: did not come off great in this movie.
0: Dave Batista?
1: Yeah, his character was just an asshole. So like one-sided and so straightforward as far as what he wants to have accomplished. He doesn't care about anybody else.
0: Right. I mean, they cast the right guy. They cast Dave Batista to yeah. play this a-hole. So uh, what did you think of this film?
1: I, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, there were some good laughs in there. There was no really standout moment. I mean, it wasn't remarkable, but it wasn't awful.
0: <laughs> so uh, so what What worked for you? You but, like Kamel in this?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he's funny. Like, he's... Absolutely.
0: I love Kamel. Uh, he was great in a movie called The Big Sick a few years ago, uh, which he co-wrote. Um, a very talented guy. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. I I I like seeing him. I mean, I
1: think the writing maybe could have been a little bit better, like the jokes. So Dave Patisse's character goes ahead and gets his eye surgery right when his daughter was having his first art gallery. She's a she's an artist? She's an artist. She's a sculpturist.
0: Okay. Well, I just I remember at one point towards the end, she's firing like a gun. Yeah. And like killing people. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers yet. But I don't
1: think she's killing people, but she...
0: she she's shooting people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fire, firing live rounds and yeah. human beings. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I but guess that, I... I guess that's why the only no, reason right.
1: why, like, I'm that's why, questioning yeah. her character. am like, besides the end...
0: There are several scenes at an art gallery, yeah. if you remember this. Yeah. So she's an artist.
1: Yes. But obviously, like, she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad. Because her dad's a cop, and her dad's always out trying to get the bad guy. He's and a, he's been obsessed with this one bad guy for years.
0: Well, avenging the death of his partner, I would say. I mean, that's yeah. kind of kind of his motivation. Overall, you didn't love Dave Batista, but you liked Kumail.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dave Batista played his part, but I, I guess I just didn't like his character how it was written.
0: Let's let's talk about Kumail's character. Kumail's character—he's an Uber driver.
1: Yeah, he's sad. Okay. It, it's a, it's a sad sad character <laughs> pretty sad yeah pretty pretty sad he works uh, at like what a har- not hardware store but he works at like a like a costco he,
0: he works yeah he, he, he's working retail yeah. in addition to uber driving and uh, like there's no judgment on like uber driving i think what makes him sad is his relationship with this this girl
1: yeah and his boss He's in. He's in love with his best girlfriend, and she only thinks of him as a friend. And the whole like arc and why he wants to complete this Uber drive is she just broke up with somebody, and so they can go get their bang on.
0: This girl is played by uh, Betty Gilpin, and uh, the way he's introduced, it's it's almost like he's like stalking her, like, yeah. online. Like he is desperate and just kind of like scary in a way. <laughs> Their whole thread is just obviously like this codependent thing. She's not really into him, but he's kind of desperate for her. She's kind of using him maybe a little bit. And it's... It's
1: got that whole, he's just not into you, but from a female. reverse, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't really get it. I mean, Camille is like 40 in real life. So, I mean, he's this like Uber driver. He's a kind of a cyber stalker. Isn't he like also giving her money for her business? Yeah.
1: So, she went into partnership with her spin business.
0: Like a spin class, like yoga business. Yeah. And he's giving her money for that. Yeah. And even though he doesn't really... It, he's not into it. He's just giving her money in, in hopes that will get him laid. <laughs> like, let's let's be honest. Like, that's his motivation. Or
1: to get a girlfriend.
0: For the bulk of the movie, it seems like he mainly just kind of wants to get laid.
1: Yeah. I'll tell that's you, what she's
0: throwing out there. I'll
1: tell you. One of the funny moments was when he was in the male strip club.
0: That strip club scene. Yeah. It seems like it would be the setup for, like, a good comedy. Because Dave is going in there. He doesn't even realize it's, like, a Chippendales, like, dude stripping down. Yeah. He doesn't even realize, like, it's half-naked dudes. It's like the setup doesn't actually well because
1: I think he, he doesn't. Have his his eyes are not working. He thinks it's a girls strip club.
0: Exactly. Well, the whole movie he's blind. Yeah. And that yields, uh, I guess, a lot of the slapstick comedy all throughout the movie. Him falling into things, but that scene it it's set up for good laughs, but it doesn't it doesn't really deliver them. Oh, and yeah, I guess one of the strippers is played by Steve Howey. Yeah. And you're you're a fan of his.
1: I am a big fan of his. He's funny. I mean every time he's in something I enjoy it.
0: I've never seen him. So <laughs> but yeah, he was he was fine in this. His name is Felix. But do you do you disagree like that scene it, it seems like it promises more laughs than it delivers?
1: Yeah, it's true. It could have been a lot funnier.
0: Yeah, I guess for me like I kind of feel like the reverse. Like, Dave Bautista was kind of the surprise. And, like, I mean, in the opening scene, like, when he's blind and he's just, like, desperate to get to his case, he's jumping in his car, like, he can't see. He's running people down. And he drives, like, right into a construction ditch.
1: Oh, that is pretty funny. Yeah. That
0: was, for me, like, and that happens, like, early on in the film. And that that delivered a pretty big laugh. And that kind of got my hopes up. Like, maybe maybe this is going to be a good movie. For the rest of it he he plays that physical comedy pretty well. Yeah. I, I thought once they team up and like the the whole drug dealer plot takes over, the laughs kind of go away. By the end it becomes yeah. more of like a typical action movie. This was I mean first and foremost a comedy, would yeah. you say? But there are like big action moments. Yeah. I mean they're like I, I would I would argue like if you're making a movie and you're trying to get people to laugh, like that's its primary goal, you don't need a five-minute long shootout.
1: You don't. No, you're right. I you're mean, 100% right. Like we're getting, long, a we're getting
0: long action scenes here and it's, I guess to the movie's credit, it's still short. Like it's 90 minutes and it moves along very fast and that, and it that was, helps. It was that original.
1: I mean, I, I definitely appreciated that it's original. Yeah. Like I said, like for me, it, it's, it was lukewarm. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. And I really want to kind of get into spoilers because I mean, that's kind of the whole so the, the big thing of the movie is there's there's a big spoiler at the end. So
0: let's let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll we'll get into spoilers for Stuber. <laughs> All right, we're back.
1: Hello. <laughs> no, so one of the things that I really I. <laughs> Okay, so there was this really cute pit bull in the movie. The the dog was so striking. How does the dog... Dave Bautista found the dog in the drug den with all of those drug dealers in that house. And they fed the dog drugs.
0: What were they feeding it, like heroin?
1: Yeah, so they put the packets down the the dog's throat to hide the drugs. And so Dave Bautista saw that and took the dog with him. Stu shoots one of the drug dealers shoots the drug dealers in the legs so they have to go to a vet right and then that's where another big shootout happens is that the vet that happens it does happen you know all the time
0: <laughs> so yeah i mean this is this is like the action heavy uh, portion of the film
1: yeah uh, and then i guess towards the end you realize who the bad guy is
0: mira sorvino mira yeah
1: she is a crooked cop. She's taken money from the big drug dealers. She's on the payroll of the big drug dealer and was orchestrating this whole thing, hoping to get this guy shot and actually pin it on him as being the mole.
0: She was trying to pin it on Batista. Yes.
1: That, well, that's why the FBI was getting involved is because they thought that there was a mole in the police department. And so she wanted to pin it on Batista. On
0: Batista. Yeah.
1: So they wouldn't catch her. But things didn't go on as planned, and she gets run over by a car, by Stu, the does, Uber driver. Does he
0: run her over on purpose? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's like couple, a murderer. A
1: couple of times.
0: Is he a murderer?
1: Well, I mean, you know, she had the gun to Batista's head and getting ready to, you know, assassinate him. Does, so.
0: does Stuart murder anyone during the course of the evening?
1: Uh, no. Okay. He tries to, but it doesn't work out. Doesn't work out. <laughs> well yeah he tries to well maybe he pulls the
0: trigger and it's empty maybe
1: he did when he tossed that like grenade bomb thing outside of the car yeah that probably would have killed somebody
0: (laughs) yeah i would assume the people in that car are probably dead yeah so he's an accomplice to murder yeah at least yeah okay
1: well i don't think it was murder if you have a cop next to you like doing the same thing
0: I guess if you're, if it's and, in self defense, it's in
1: self defense. I mean, those people were chasing him down. Okay, I guess. Um,
0: I mean, he'll I'm still sure. have, he still should have nightmares about this evening.
1: Oh, I, I would assume all of the horrible yeah. things
0: he's seen. Yeah. <laughs> Considering, I mean, it is for forty years. I mean, he hasn't seen like a whole lot of action. And then
1: at the end, like they were both out of bullets. They, you know, Batista was down. Sue was down and then the daughter comes in and she shoots the guy in the shoulder or in the leg. And then the daughter ends up being like the hero.
0: How did she know where they were?
1: The Uber. She's the one that called the Uber for the dad and she could track it.
0: Uh, She was just tracking them.
1: Well, yeah, because on the Uber app, like if I wanted to go for an Uber, I can send you my ride to make sure that you know that I'm safe.
0: This movie played kind of like a feature length commercial for Uber. It
1: Really? Yeah. (laughs) And then it was funny at the end when Batista was in the hospital. It was like a $5,000 Uber ride.
0: (laughs) Damn. One one issue... uh, I mean, another issue I had with Stewart's character. He's um, just
1: pathetic. Well
0: yeah but he, like,
1: he ends up grows, growing some balls i guess being with uh, batista a little
0: bit sure but he like in the beginning he doesn't even seem like like he's aspiring for more beyond driving an uber <laughs> like i mean he you know he's helping his girl not girlfriend no but like invest in a business but like he doesn't have any it doesn't like, he seems pretty content driving an uber but like, like he has his whole car tricked out to be a taxi, pretty yeah. much, like to appeal to like Uber and passengers, and he ends up
1: like always like messing up, and he always gets like one stars or like his his that main, was his whole thing. He needs five stars, five stars, five stars.
0: His main motivation beyond getting laid is to not go beneath four stars. You compare this to something like Collateral with Jamie Foxx, He's driving a cab, but that movie makes it very clear. He has aspirations beyond this. He he wants to own his own business. This is a stepping stone for yeah. him. This movie doesn't give Stewart any aspirations.
1: He doesn't know what he wants, and
0: he's—I mean—he's not much of a hero. I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you that. Either what I mean—it's <laughs> like like this is your hero, ladies and gentlemen. He's yeah. kind of pathetic. Yeah. One of the most pathetic leading men I've ever seen. Characters, not—I mean, Kumail is great. Kumail is doing his best. It's the way the characters written. Like I mean, they didn't. They didn't even make him, like, you know, quick on his feet or, like, you know, quick-witted or sarcastic. I just, like,
1: my – I was doing, like, the whole, like, facepalm, like, the whole entire movie. Like, oh, my God, he just said that. Oh, my God, he just said that.
0: I'm surprised they didn't have him, like, living with his mom. I mean –
1: Well, we didn't know that.
0: We don't even know where he lives.
1: Yeah,
0: (sighs) no. Yeah, this was a sad – like, a very sad
1: character. And then (laughs) Batista's character is, like – he doesn't give a crap about anybody else yeah. he is just so like short-sighted as far as catching this bad guy is the end-all be-all and it's
0: kind of like an exaggerated no uh, an exaggerated like macho c- cliche is is what his character is i
1: mean i get it
0: yeah I-, I thought he played that okay i thought he was convincing as this you know like obsessed asshole cop <laughs> like, and i he i thought he delivered with the physical comedy falling into things <laughs> Like, that's what he's doing. Yeah. I look uh, going into this. I was really skeptical. I mean, I figured Kumail would bring the comedy. Dave Bautista, like I wasn't itching for like Dave Bautista, the comedic leading man. But I was, I was surprised. Uh, he was better than I expected. Did he? Uh, did he play it like too, like too aggressive and sweating? I think that,
1: yeah, I think that <laughs> just a little too, uh, too aggressive. I mean, I, I, I really didn't get to see a soft side, except I guess at the end with his daughter.
0: That's true. There is no, like, soft... Mm -mm. Yeah, there's no, like, softening.
1: (laughs) No, it's kind of like, oh, my dad left me in the woods, and that's how it should be, and...
0: (laughs) Can Dave Batista play soft and tender? No. I
1: mean... But I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, Vin Diesel does it. The Rock has done it. I mean...
0: Should Dave Batista do, like, a Sundance, like, indie indie drama? Like, tearjerker style? Where he's, like, a man, just, like, alone in a cabin just like pining for like a lost love.
1: I don't think anybody would see that.
0: <laughs> I mean, they would rave about it at sundance and then it would open to absolutely nobody. <laughs> like dead theaters.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds in a freaking coffin.
0: When I saw that, I was the only person in the theater.
1: Yeah. That would be I
0: felt alone in a coffin. <laughs> the theater was my coffin.
1: I don't even remember what that movie's name.
0: Buried, but that yeah, no, you're right though. That was like a big sensation at Sundance, and it got like a wide release. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> em- empty
0: theaters. I I was there as <laughs> That's witness because
1: Hollywood has no idea what <laughs> me and you like.
0: What I mean? What do we like?
1: I want adult mm-hmm. drama. I want adult comedy. I want more Pixar
0: more pixar more pixar i mean there's only one pixar i I don't
1: care i want like three or four movies from pixar besides like one every like three years
0: we get a pixar movie literally every year sometimes two so not good enough (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you i love them i mean give me more give me more pixar Well,
1: i want more like original action like where where is the the next matrix I mean, for me, like I really like Elysium. I loved Cloud Atlas. Like, where are these movies? I mean, they don't get made anymore. Those movies cost too much to make.
0: Yeah, those movies you're listing uh, were very expensive, and they didn't necessarily like make uh, their money back. So that's why you don't get more of them.
1: But yeah, we get like this is our 18th Spider Man that's coming out. (laughs) All these movies are placating to you and I's generation. Sure. I mean, which is great.
0: I guess <laughs> I'm not. I didn't ask for another Aladdin. Although that movie's gonna, I mean, getting close to like a billion dollars worldwide.
1: Well, that movie's good. I really like that movie.
0: I don't, it was okay.
1: <sighs>
0: if you, yeah, if you go back 20 years and passengers, you look at passengers,
1: Avatar, where are these movies?
0: If you go back 20 years and you look at like the summers, like week to week, you're looking at like original movies hitting week to week. I mean, every now and then you get like the big sequel. But now it's it's a different game. Every movie, has a, like Every movie a has a huge, brand.
1: Every movie has a brand. Huge like sci-fi thing like I just like sci-fi cuz I just I'm a geek like that. Yeah. But like, like wh- where is like the next Bridesmaids or I mean, yeah, you We know, had Girls
0: Girls Trip. I mean yeah, Girls yeah.
1: Trip was awesome, but yeah, that was trip. what 3 years ago that, that came out? Two. Come on, keep them coming.
0: Keep them coming. Comedies are failing. They're falling on their face.
1: Because people don't like laughing anymore. People are just so damn serious. People don't
0: like- people like laughing it's um i think i think they're getting their kicks from a variety of different other different sources and maybe like big studio comedies just look kind of outdated to a lot of peeps i think i mean netflix offers a lot of yucks
1: and netflix does offer a lot of stuff that i watch
0: um okay so back back to stuber yeah um, sorry what? Backtrack. <laughs> Is this is this a good date night movie
1: it wouldn't be my first date night
0: no, yeah, I think I think you can do better. <laughs> like I don't know what you'd pick, but you, I'm sure. You, I mean, try. You can do better.
1: Maybe it's a good movie to bring your dudes.
0: <laughs> a good bro hangout. A yeah, good. this is more of a dude a dude flick. Yeah, would this say. Is more
1: more dude than than female.
0: What what uh, grade would you give this? C minus. C minus.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's
0: I, I'll give it like a C plus.
1: Oh, well, you're still in the C C category. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's lukewarm. I I didn't really, there's nothing really awesome to say about it. There's nothing really bad to say about it.
0: It's a good, like, summer, like, no brainer kind of movie. Like, really hot outside.
1: I mean, maybe I would have had a different perspective if we weren't, like, in the very front row. (laughs)
0: Staring straight up.
1: I mean, thank God it was free. I mean, seriously. But we trucked through it.
0: Yep that stuber directed by michael Dows. you can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night as well as on spotify and apple podcasts we're on twitter at dn movie podcast and you can also email us at date night at gmail.com until next time i'm patrick
1: and i'm ashley
0: thanks for listening
1: bye